0: If you, if you have a Bible, um, hold on a second, just a second. If you've got a Bible or if you want to uh, grab one in front of you, you can turn, start turning over to uh, Mark chapter 11. And once you get over to Mark chapter 11, um, I'm going to encourage you to keep your Bibles open or to keep your Bibles close by. Uh, because we're going to be going back and forth and spending some time in those scriptures this morning. We're going to do something a little bit different this morning. I'm not, some of y'all may be very, very happy about this, but I'm not going to be preaching to you guys a, a standard sermon this morning. Uh, we're going to do something a little different as we begin um, Holy Week with this Palm Sunday. Undoubtedly, y'all have probably noticed there's some index cards and some pens at the end of your pews on this end towards the, end of the uh, center aisle. Um, you will be using those at some point, uh, not right now, but we'll get to them. We'll get to them shortly. One of the neat things about our United Methodist Church is what we call our connectional system. We get to uh, we get to meet a lot of great people, and we get to experience a lot of great churches. We get to we get to learn from one another. We get to uh, we get to share resources together and educational resources, those types of things, and we get to form these relationships. Uh, you know, especially in our local conference, which runs all the way from Savannah to Columbus, uh, but then even, even, even beyond our South Georgia conference. We just get to meet and, and relate and learn so much from, some, from so, many, so many great, great people. Um, one of the people that I've had an opportunity to meet during my time as, as a pastor and, and prior to being a pastor was a lady by the name of Ann Bosarge. Ann is a member of uh, the chapel uh, Ministries Church in Brunswick, Georgia, and she's also part. She's also plays a large role in what we call our uh, Office of Connectional Ministries, our, our Office of Congregational Ministries, which is basically an office that exists to uh, to serve and to resource local churches in various ways. She was my instructor uh, when I was going through lay ministry classes, for example. Um, but among the many, many, many things that Anne has done, that Anne does do in her occupation. One of the things she's done, and I don't know exactly when she did it, but she created a website um, called holyweekprayers.com. Now, I want you all to remember that because I'm going to be mentioning it. Mentioning it we're going to be utilizing it here shortly. holyweekprayers.com. It's very, very simple to remember, and it is exactly what it sounds like it is. It is a, it is a website that, that's devoted solely to uh, devotions for Holy Week. Um, there's a, there's 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 scripture readings for each day, multiple scripture readings, and there's a devotion and there's a reflection that goes along with it. Some of y'all may recall that I used this resource last year when we were not meeting during Holy Week. That I posted videos throughout throughout Holy Week, and that was the same resource that I used. Um, but anyway, it's just a real great resource, um, and I want to kind of introduce you guys to that today um, for just for just a few minutes. And I thought what we could do is that we could go together. We could go through together the scriptures and the uh, the uh, reflections and the devotions that are on this website for Palm Sunday. Because my, my hope is, my hope is, is, is that what you'll do in the coming week, Monday, Tuesday, all the way leading up through uh, all the way until um, Easter Day, Easter Sundays. I hope you'll utilize this resource if you'd like to um, during your personal time with God and really get a grasp of what Holy Week is and what Holy Week means. Get a historical. Um, understanding of that and get familiar with some of this scripture that we use that tells the story of Jesus from, from, from the time of, that we celebrate today where he, where he enters the city of Jerusalem all the, way, all the way through to His resurrection. It's just really some, it's some beautiful stuff and it helps us to get a, a better grounding and a better foundation of, of who we are as, as Christians. Most of us already know this story, but even if you do know this story, which I'm sure everybody in here does, you always get something a little bit different when you dive into these scriptures. So anyway... Um, I'm just going to encourage you guys to do that if you would like to do so over the next few days. Something else. Who has their phones with them? What I would encourage you to do right now, and this is one of the few times I will ever encourage you to break out your phone while I'm standing up here. If you would like to, you can go to this website right now. Just open up a browser and go to holyweekprayers.com. And I'll give you a couple seconds to do that if you're you're searching. Once you get there, there should be three lines at the top right-hand corner of the home page. You're going to click on those three lines and scroll down to where it says Palm Sunday. And you just, uh, it'll pull up the devotion for Palm Sunday, and that's what we're going to be going through today. If you'd like, you don't have to, but if you'd like to follow along, we can do that. We're going to be looking again at Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. But throughout the devotion, what we're going to do is we're going to stop a couple times between these verses to just stop and to consider what we have read and to reflect on what we've read and, and to do a little uh, personal, personal prayer time over what we've read. There are going to be three themes that we're going to explore very briefly. It's not going to be long at all. But there'll be three three themes that we explore through reading these verses in Mark. We're going to be taking a look at at obedience, the idea or the theme of obedience, the idea or the theme of praise, and the idea or the theme of, uh, of honor. And this is where those index cards are going to come into play, guys. Um, so if you've got your Bibles out, or if you've got the, the app opened up, or, or whatever, let's start, we're going to start by taking a look at Mark uh, 11, 1 through 6. Just the first the first six verses. Mm. And one more thing, one more thing before I, before I start reading. And th- this is something, I've, I've tried to stress this in the past, and I'm definitely going to stress it um, Thursday night when we have our Holy Thursday service. But when you're reading these stories from the Gospels, particularly when you're reading these stories through, through Holy Week, um, we're all familiar with these, like I said, most of us. But do, do, do something, something kind of different. Place yourself into the narrative of these stories. I'm going to read them kind of slow, and I encourage you when you go back over them to read them slow as well. But try to feel what you're reading. Place yourself in the midst of that story. Place yourself maybe as one or two or three characters in that story. Maybe you're Jesus riding on a donkey. Maybe you're one of the disciples. Maybe you're one of the crowd who's witnessing all this. Place yourself in that and and try to feel and try to experience the Scriptures that we're reading together. So starting in verse 1, As they approached Jerusalem, and they came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of His disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Say that the Lord needs it and we'll send it back here shortly. They went and they found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. And as they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. Ronnie Wilcox, place yourself in that story. You tell me what you would do if somebody rolled up to you in Susan's house, <laughs> went to your backyard and started pulling a horse out of your stable. <laughs> it wouldn't be a pretty sight, would it? So the first thing we're gonna the first theme that we're gonna hit on from one through six is uh, is the idea or the theme of, of obedience. And again, I'm just reading this straight from the uh, straight from the devotional. Palm Sunday is a day that we celebrate Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. The crowds who had rejected Him finally recognized Him as King, albeit a different kind of King than they were expecting. So again, we place ourselves into this story. Imagine being one of Jesus' disciples who was asked to go into a town to walk up to a donkey belonging to someone else and to take it. Then imagine being told that if anyone asks, just tell them that the Lord needed it. The Lord needed it, Ronnie. Ronnie, God needs your horse. And we'll return it soon. (laughs) So here's what we ask ourselves. Has God ever told you to do something that did not make sense at the time? Has God ever told you to do something? Have you ever felt the presence of God? Have you ever felt the push, the pull, the dragging of God to do something that just didn't make sense to you? Was it something that might have embarrassed you? Was it something that might draw some attention to yourself? Or was it something that might separate you from other people? I want you to reflect on that just for a couple minutes. And I've actually asked, asked Susan, if she will, to come, come up here and just kind of play us some reflective music uh, for about two minutes or so. Has God ever told you to do something that didn't make sense at the time? Was it something that might embarrass you or draw attention to yourself? How do you respond? Spend just a couple minutes thinking about that right now. Consider what God might be asking you to do today. Here's the index cards. Write down God's direction to you on an index card. And then possibly write down the steps that He might be calling you to take in order to accomplish that task. I don't know about y'all but I filled up an entire index card stuff that I think that God has prompted me to do that I just haven't 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 done haven't done for whatever reason the next verses we're going to look at are 7 and 8, and the theme here is honor. So in our story, there were disciples who have successfully retrieved this coat for Jesus and they're getting back. When they brought the colt to Jesus and they threw their cloaks over it, Jesus sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches that they had cut in the fields. This is where we get our Palm Sunday from. Again, we look to honor. And we place ourselves in that story. Imagine the crowd. Imagine the busyness. Imagine the colors as bits of clouds or bits of cloaks drifted to the ground in front of Jesus. As he rode, people who had previously been against him were finally treating him with the respect and with the honor that he deserved. They laid down clothing to create a carpet for his entry into the city. They cut down palm branches to cover the pathway. And they paved the way for the king and they treated him as royalty. Because of the honor and because of the respect that they had for him, they sacrificially give up their cloaks and their clothing so that he would have an interest, an entrance, befitting his position and his stature. How do you honor God today? How do we honor God today? And here's a great question. What valuable treasure... Try to think beyond material things... What valuable treasure are you, what valuable treasure are we willing to lay down at the feet of Christ as a way to honor His position as our King, as the King of our hearts? What are we willing to lay down? And again, reflect on that for a couple minutes as Susan plays. And if you want to, write that commitment down on an index card. Preferably sometime in the next week or so, share that commitment with somebody else who will hold you accountable to be able to express that devotion to Christ. Janie, you mentioned uh, Margaret and Alec a little bit earlier. I noticed this morning that Margaret had put on her Facebook page that she was she was dipping out of Facebook for the next week. I think this is uh, this is right up the alley of what we're talking about. I think what God really wants most from us really is our time. And as a matter of fact, Janie, I think you and I talked about this in our at some point within our in our little group one time. You know what would what, what would happen if we just sacrifice a little bit of our social media time? Sacrifice a little bit of our Facebook or Instagram time and instead spent that time with God. So there's just an idea of the types of things that we're talking about. Things that we can do, things that we can lay down at the feet of Christ. Lastly, we're going to look at 9 and 11. Verses 9 and 11. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed! is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem, and he went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Y'all also may recognize that word, Hosanna, from our communion liturgy. Every time, actually that, that, that entire phrase, every time, every time that we have communion, we repeat that phrase that we just read um, from the Gospel of Mark. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting that Hosanna, we, we, very few of us probably actually know what it means, so I looked it up. I didn't, I didn't know what it means. But it's basically, uh, basically it is a shout of praise. It's a shout of praise or it's a shout of adoration. It literally means save I pray, save I pray. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But the, uh, the theme that we look at in these last three verses is the theme of praise. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. The people of the town in the story, in the narrative that we read today, they unashamedly shout their praise to the one who is worthy of all praise. They weren't worried about what others might think. They weren't concerned that they may not have the approval of the Pharisees. They loudly and they boldly declared who Jesus was. He was the King, the Lord of Lords, the ruler of heaven. Are we filled with praise today? Are we willing to declare who Jesus is? And here's your challenge. Today or sometime, during this week, maybe multiple times, that'd be awesome. Make our praise, make our love, make our our declaration for God public. If this is going to be your last or your fast from social media today, maybe you just go to social media page. And you share your love of God. You share your praise of God through your social media page. Preferably, though, you actually share that with another human being. You actually share that with, with somebody else. And that we boldly declare, during this week especially, that we know who Jesus is. and we, we know Jesus to be who He says He is. So again, I think this is a, this is a pretty neat little um, meditation, pretty neat devotional, pretty neat reflection for Holy Week that, that my friend has put together. And again, if it's something that, uh, something that you kind of feel pulled towards, I'd encourage you to use it this coming week, these next, uh, these next seven days, next six days, uh, up until Easter Sunday. Y'all pray with me. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this holy week that we remember. Today we remember your entrance into the city of Jerusalem. Although it was triumphant, we know how the story ends. The same people who expressed their love also denied you in the end. But we also know how the story ends. And that's the part of the story we get to on Easter Sunday. Help us to reflect on your life in the coming week. Help us to reflect on your mission. Help us to reflect on your purpose, our purpose. Help us, God, to reflect on your passion and on the unexplainable mercy and love that is shown on Easter Sunday. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.